Welcome to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. My name is Amanda Fisher, the Cashflow Queen and author of Unscramble Your Numbers. Welcome to episode 10 of the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Today I'm talking about how to prepare a cash flow forecast. I know it sounds daunting, doesn't it? But it really doesn't need to be. I think for me, the hardest forecast to do are when you're starting out in business and you've got no idea what your revenue might be. And unless you've been in business before, you've probably got an unrealistic expectation of your expenses. As in, you'll be massively underestimating them. When you are starting out, do please get professional advice from an accountant. They'll help you to understand what your costs are and what the potential timing of your revenue is. Getting their advice will be really worthwhile. Starting out in business, you do need to have a business plan that covers a whole lot more things than just a cash flow forecast. But understanding what your cash flow forecast is vital. It will show you how much money you're going to need to keep the business afloat while you get the revenue started. And although not in a business cash flow, one of the things you need to do in starting out in business as well is to identify how much money you need to survive. So what I call the costs to survive. What are your home costs that you need to be paying every week, every month, to, you know, put a roof over your head, food in your mouth, clothes on your back, going out, all the things we do in general in terms of living. And for some people that will be a big cost. For others, perhaps if you've got a partner who is paying all the household bills and you don't have a big contribution you need to make to that, then that's fine. But knowing what those numbers are is really, really key. And The reality is, knowing what your costs to survive, what you need to be paying in your basic household bills, no matter what stage your business is in, is an important number. But that's not what I wanted to talk about today. I want to talk about business cash flow. So money coming in, money going out, how much have you got left in the bank account at the end of the day, the week, the month. So if you've been in business for more than 12 months, you'll have 12 months of history. Now, I'm the first person to say that you shouldn't be looking at the past. We should be looking to the future. And that is what a cash flow forecast is. It's looking to the future. But there are some benefits of having a quick squeeze at your history. What you'll find in your history will be trends and patterns of your income. What you'll tend to find, what I find with most businesses, is there will be two to four months a year where for some reason cash flow will be tight. The income won't come in at the same level that it comes in the other months. And traditionally for a lot of companies that's December, January. Of course, if you have a business that is doing a lot over that period of time and and making the most of the holiday season, that may not be the case. 
But often December, January are times of poor cash flow. A lot of it, businesses do shut down. The accounting people go on holidays. The bookkeeper's not there. And so bills don't get paid. And so you don't get your money in when you expect it in. The other times of the year that can be a challenge for some are around the end of the financial year, end of June into July. That can be also a difficult time for cash flow. And I'm also finding that for some people, April is a hard month. And that I think is partly, particularly when Easter falls into April, we've got Easter, we have Anzac Day in Australia, we have school holidays here as well. And I think the combination of all that often means that for some reason, April is a challenging month. But don't take my word for it. Go and have a look at your figures. Have Pull out from your system a cash flow of how much money you got in the bank during each month, month by month, and see if you can see a bit of a pattern arising there. If your business is in growth phase, that may not be so obvious, but you may get a bit of an idea from that history. The other benefit of looking at the history is around expenses and payments. Because the benefit of being in business for 12 months or more is you will have paid every single expense that you had to pay to keep the doors open, figuratively, if not literally, to keep the business afloat. Filing fees, rent, electricity, telephone, internet, cleaning potentially, bank charges, merchant fees, subscriptions, payments for all your online services like Zero, if you're using Zero, hopefully you are. Um, but an online accounting system, you may be paying for a CRM, you may be paying for a Dropbox or Google Drive, all those subscriptions, licenses and fees and registrations that you may need to have, insurance. You'll now have some idea of what your insurance premiums are. All these and more are what you get insights to by looking at the history. So by taking the last 12 months of history and using that as a starting point, and I am talking here today about using a, a spreadsheet, plain old boring spreadsheet. And yes, I know those can be a challenge too. But if you consider that the spreadsheet is just simply adding up numbers for you so you don't have to use a calculator, then that's a good way of thinking of your spreadsheet. It's just a list of numbers that the spreadsheet will automatically add up for you. You do need to set it up correctly. And if you need help with that, do get help and get someone to check to make sure that the file, your spreadsheet file it has integrity in the totals. So taking a spreadsheet month by month for the 12 months, plotting in last year's revenue, amounts of money into the bank that's income, all the expenses and when they're paid and that's important because and that's one of the big reasons we're doing cash flow forecast as opposed to a budget because a cash flow forecast will show when you have to pay things so things that are paid annually like licenses insurance some subscriptions those ones you need to know what month you're going to pay them because that month you need to have more money in the bank 
to pay that bill because it may last for 12 months in terms of value and benefit, but it's paid in a particular month. If you have options to pay these bills on a monthly basis and you're doing that monthly, that's fine. Then pick them up as monthly. But if you are paying some that are only annual, looking at the history will help you to identify those. The same with some bills that are quarterly, and I think particularly utility bills often are quarterly. There may be other bills that you do pay on a quarterly basis, and knowing which month those fall in is important to the process. So once you've plotted in all your expenses for the last 12 months, scrutinise them. So I'm going to focus here for the minute on the expenses, and then I'll go back up to what we call the top, which is the revenue and the important line. But let's lock in the expenses first. Scrutinise every line in your expense. Is it ongoing? Or is this perhaps the cost of setting up your website, some graphic design, some printing that you had done, business cards that you don't need to spend again, perhaps for a little while? So have a look at are there expenses there that were one-offs that you spent perhaps to start up the business or some costs that you did spend in that particular year that were done for a particular purpose? So you may have gone to a particular course, you might have created a particular brochure or got some graphic design done, but that was a one-off. Have a look at those and then if they're not going to be continuing and you're not going to replace them with something else similar during the year, Eliminate those numbers from your forecast. Have a look then too at your subscriptions. Are you using them all? Is there anything there that you actually aren't using now that you can drop off and cancel? Have a look at if you have started some subscriptions partway through the year, but they are ongoing, you'll need to plot them into the earlier months of the year for your forecast so that you've got the 12 months of payments. And then start to think about what do you want next year to look like. So you've looked at your history on your expenses. What would you like to spend money on? Do you want to spend some more money on some advertising or promotion? Do you have a conference or training that you really want to go to this year that you know roughly when it is, how much it's going to cost? Do you have some, are you looking to put an extra staff person on or another staff person or a first staff person? Are you looking to put someone on as an employee? When do you think you might be putting them on? Put them in. And of course, making sure that in your expenses, you've also got your own remuneration, your own salary, your own drawings, depending on your business structure, also showing in those expenses. It's important that you do take that into account. In a cash flow too, so we've looked at expenses, but cash flow is also looking at all payments. So this will include if you have got a loan of some sort, loan repayments. Don't forget the tax payments. Most of those will be quarterly, so payment of your GST and possible PAYG withholding quarterly, although the PAYG may be monthly, so watch out for that. Plot those in. If you have borrowed money and you've promised to pay people back, what what have you promised when? Put that in the cash flow. So everything that you need to pay out needs to be sitting in this cash flow forecast. So now you've got your 
overhead expenses covered. Now we need to be looking at the income. And whilst crystal ball gazing is great, and you do need to do that, just dream about what you'd really like this year to be. Forget almost about what last year was. What would you really like your revenue to be this year? How many clients or customers do you want to have? How much do you want them spending per month, per year with you? What's that income look like? Have you got a new product or service that you're bringing to market during this year? What's the revenue likely to be from that? What do you want that to be? So I want you to do a bit of gazing into that crystal ball and dreaming about what you'd really like it to be. And I want you to plot that in there. Replacing the revenue from the history from last year with this new revenue. And whilst you're replacing your new planned revenue from the old one, have a look at just what the difference is. And put it through what I call the squirm in your seat test. So when things get really difficult or they're really out of your comfort zone, I don't know, I find I just squirm in my seat. You know, that kind of nah, just feels funny and you're squirming in your seat. Now there's feeling uncomfortable, there's squirming in your seat, and then there's freaking out. So if you're freaking out on it, no, nah, number's too high. If you're feeling uncomfortable, then that's okay. Possibly could stretch it a little higher. If you're squirming, possibly that's the right number. A squirm is one that's a goal that feels like it's probably attainable, but it's a bit of a stretch and it's a bit of a maybe. So sometimes when I'm doing cash flow forecasts, I do a couple of versions. I do one version that's kind of last year adding in maybe 5% or 10% as an increase in the revenue going, yep, that would be good. And then I do another one that's more my squirmy one that's what I'd like it to be, but it feels like, yeah, not sure that I'll, I'll make that, but I'm going to give it a good crack. And then sometimes I do a completely freak me out over the top version, which is kind of nice, but it might be more perhaps the goals for year two, year three down the track rather than this year. But it's something else to kind of have in the back of your mind as well. So if we work on the squirmy income version, Plot that in month by month, taking into account your patterns and trends on when cash flow might be tight and see what that looks like. Have a look at, so you've got your income, you've got your total expenses and payments, and what you need to have at the bottom of your cash flow is your opening bank balance from the month before when you start, it's, it's your current balance. Add the receipts, take off the payments to get the closing bank balance. And that closing bank balance at the end of the month becomes your opening bank balance the next month. And what I want you to look at is on your closing bank balance, is the number a positive number or is it a negative number? So a positive number is good because that means you've got more money coming in than money going out. And that's what you need. If, however, your number is negative, then you have a cash flow shortfall that month. Now, if every single month is negative, that means that you are going to have to find funding 
either out of your own pocket or from some other source to keep the business afloat for that year. And that will definitely be the case if you're in the first 12 months. You're going to need to be putting money in the business to get things up and running. Once you've got things up and running, the cash flow should be positive. If it's not, and it's negative through month after month after month, then you need to have a good hard look at what your expenses are. Is there something in there that you don't need that you can eliminate that will help to bring that cash flow back into a positive situation? If, however, you have a net cash flow each month and some months are positive and some months are negative and it kind of yo-yos around, but overall, yeah, at the end of the year, you're still positive, then what you need to be looking at is the timing of when you're paying things whether or not there's any opportunity to move any of those around, and oftentimes there's not. And you may well again be needing to find some short-term funding, putting money in from your pocket to cover those months of shortfall, and then ultimately repay yourself when the money is, is back positive again. Now, one of the things about that is that when you're growing your business, the chances are you may have some negative cash flow is you're spending money before the money comes in and that is always a big challenge with a growing business that you do need cash flow funding to grow the business depending upon your costs of business so how much you need to be paying for any materials any labor those staff employee contractor costs those costs will not likely be paid out before the money comes in so possibly go back to the episode I talked about revenue, about the timing of revenue to identify whether or not there's a different way of invoicing, charging your customers and clients such that you get paid up front before you need to spend the money out. So that's how to prepare a spreadsheet version of a cash flow forecast. And I talk about more on this in my online business cash flow mastery program. I'll put the link below if you're interested to find out more detail about how to do this, check that out. And the next episode, I'm talking to Stuart Hunter from Futurely about how you can automate the forecasting process. So how cool is that? I mean, I love doing it in a spreadsheet, but I have to say being able to automate it and do different versions of it, what if this, what if that, that is where automation comes into its own and it's super, super cool. So do check out episode 11 for that interview. It's awesome. Thank you for listening to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notifications of upcoming episodes so that you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.